Are you wondering how you can contribute to Funniest Thing? Don't flip out. Go to patreon.com forward slash funniest thing. Whoa! This one is called The Pants. Take eight. Welcome to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best looking guys on the radio. We all know the funniest things happen when we stop taking ourselves too seriously and step out boldly, like Mr. Magoo blindly stepping onto the next swinging girder and falling into an outrageous jackpot. Your hosts, Daryl and Ed, are about to administer a refreshing dose of laughter and love that will inspire you to step out boldly and experience the funniest things. Now, here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed. Welcome to The Funniest Thing. Yes. Where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better than expected outcomes. Oh my God. Thank goodness. I'm Daryl. I'm Ed. And we're broadcasting live from Chobo Studios in beautiful downtown Van Nuys. Oh my God. Uh, excuse me, Indy. Mic yeah, on? What's going on? Yeah. What's up? Um, I love the sentiment. I think you got the whiteboard wrong again. I'm reading funniest thing with Holly and Jolly. Ah, uh, it's Daryl and Ed. Sorry. Hey, by the way, what did you leave for us here? If you're watching on YouTube, you can see we got Ooh. some gifts here from Chobo Studios. This is uh, curated from the co-owner of Chobo Studios, Victoria. My wow. Some Chobo socks. Chobo t-shirt. Oh, my gosh. I'm excited. Chobo stickers. Whoa. Chobo chocolates. A Chobo card. A cho- I got a t-shirt. A Chobo candy cane. Dude, there's a lot of Chobolicious items in here. So thank you and thank Victoria. Thank Victoria. Yeah. We can open up our cards later. Merry Ed. Christmas to you guys and everybody listening. I'm going to hand this to the PA in the studio. Do you want to open your <laughs> card now? Let's see what our cards have stuff to say here. Hopefully it's positive. Okay. Chobo Studio loves Daryl and Ed. Dear Daryl. Oh, did I hit a mic? Oh, no. Keep going. Oh, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year from Chobo Studios. We are so grateful to have the funniest thing in our lives. Here's to 2024 and more inspiring and uplifting podcasts. Best Victoria and Indy. Thank you, yes. folks. Yeah, thank of you course. very much. All right. Yeah, why don't we open up these guys? Oh, here's, I think I stole yours, even though I put it over This is from, these came from the UK. They're from Grace Deathridge. She's a fan all the way in England. In the, in Devon, right? Is that what? No. Yes. Is she the one that's there? Yeah. Whoa! I felt so good. Aww. I got myself a snowboarding zebra. How did she know that I love this character? Aww. And we also got a card over there. Why don't you open up your card? Oh, boy. Here we go. Yep. I hope McBride, our guest, doesn't feel bad. I'll have to mail him a gift. Yes. McBride is a gift to everyone <laughs> who is going to This is a very special. And watching How did show. you open your card? Mine's a trick envelope. Mine says Mary and Bright, Dear Ed and Family, including Romeo, the, Devo- the Devonian cat. He's a Devon Rex. Happy New Year. Happy New Thought. New Thought. Happy New, 
Love, love, love you from Grace. Dude, okay. this is a Hang festive on. episode. I'm just going to hand these. Could you take these for me? Thank you. Yeah, man. Well, thanks. Uh, yeah. This one says, Dear Daryl and family, uh, all call humans animals and... Oh, all humans, animals, and donkeys included. Oh, wow. Happy New Year. Happy New Thought. Happy New Love from Grace Dethridge with an X and an O. Dude, we got from Patty and Matthew Santa Cruz. That's Patty from um, Unity. From Unity in, in uh, Unity of the West Side. She said, let the spirit of Christmas fill your heart with peace and joy. Lots of love, Patty and Matthew Santa Cruz. Thank you so much for all your wonderful podcasts. Miss you guys. She also sent us a nice uh, donation uh, at the same on that same day. I need to get here. Here's my hand little, them to the PA. My little PA. Here you go, buddy. Um, well, we, that the PA is over there. I got a little guy over here. <laughs> He's behind <laughs> under the table. Ed and Daryl. This is from Marty Thurman, who you know from the show episode a few weeks ago. It was wonderful seeing you again and sharing some time with you on funniest thing. Your light shines bright. Please accept this donation to keep things going. Much Thank love you. to you. Your, dun your dumpster diving bud, Marty. Yes. Man, this just keeps getting better I'll, and better. I'm just going to, for the sake of Terry McBride's listening in the green room, the dumpster diving she's referring to is we visited Unity Village not too long ago. Actually, in the beginning of November, we were there to give a talk at the first ever uh, Meta... Fillmore Metaphysical Bible Yeah, the Fillmore uh, Bible Society gathering. And while we were there, we we heard, we learned that uh, the archives were throwing out books and letters. Yeah. They were apparently, apparently scanning them and but yeah, they throwing were digitizing out everything. But the originals were in these dumpsters, and we through we talked about it before. But through a crazy set of circumstances, someone told us where they were. Yeah, and so Marty, we brought along with us because she really appreciates all these uh, these books and readings. Yeah. So Cat Hurst sent us a card with a cat, <laughs> a suggestive cat on the front. Says the struggle is real because they're trying to pull up their pants. And they gained weight. They gained weight. But it says, or the struggle is real, or is it? Ha, ha, ha. Love you guys so much. You are an important part of my life. Thank you. From Cat Hurst. She's a club member. And she sent us a donation as well. Um, oh, while we're at it, Kirky sent me a nice card here. Says, keep practicing, you will get better. I'm going to cover up. If you're on YouTube, you can see this. Um, but the quote on the back says, What is presented as the news runs contrary to who we are and how we were born to live. We are illuminated beings here to create, find joy, and uplift the world. The news, on the other hand, calls the planet for the worst of what happens each day. Calls the planet for what the worst of what happens each day exaggerates it, dramatizes it, and presents it as reality. And then it has a picture of me saying, no news is good news. That's the, he makes these amazing stamps with our pictures. So thank you, Kirky. And that came from Germany. And now on with the show. This week's episode is called Awful Big, Awful Good with Terry McBride. And awe is A-W-E, full, full of awe. You guys are going to love Terry McBride. We do. He's been a huge influence on us, and um, 
We're so blessed that he's here. He, well, pr- he prayed us heard, in. They, well, if they've ever listened to an episode, they already have been introduced to Terry McBride because we mention him often. And he was actually on shows long before Two. we got to Chobo Studios. He's been on our show yeah, twice. a long while back, but we have him back today. Um, he's a patron saint of my hip, as you know. He was the one who prayed with me in the hospital um, when I had to get my hip upgraded with some screws. I've told that story before. Yep. But... I'm forever grateful for that. And that really doubled down. That whole experience now feeds back and encourages me to continue using this principles, which is something Terry uh, reminded us of uh, when we spoke to him before the show. So today's episode is called Awful Big, Awful Good with Terry McBride. Whatever one feels deeply or images clearly is impressed upon the subconscious mind and carried out in minute detail. When you believe something is impossible, Your mind goes to work for you to prove why. But when you believe, really believe something can be done, your mind goes to work for you and helps you to find the ways to do it. Think in the direction you really want to go with faith and love and the universe will oblige. On this episode, Daryl and Ed motivate listeners and ourselves to think awfully big and awfully good about themselves and their desires while looking forward to awesome results. And during the second segment, Terry McBride, the Vince Lombardi of spiritual leadership, kicks us through the goalposts of life with today's reading. Yes, thank you. Oh man, I'm excited to get Terry on at the second segment. We we used to call it wrestling with the cave bear when we talked to Terry Terry, because if I wasn't ready to be super conscious and aware of the words that I'm using. Terry is so astute, like, because he studies this stuff, he lives this stuff, he loves this stuff. It, every conversation with him was like going to a chiropractor for my mind, for my consciousness. He's always helped me adjust, like, well, why are you saying that? And, and you got to be ready, and you got to want to be adjusted. This is not like, uh, he doesn't just deliver lip service. He delivers powerful messages no. full of uh, excitement, enthusiasm, and the kind of fire that really speaks to Daryl and I. Yeah, his favorite. The one line he said at a talk he gave years ago at Unity Village, <clears throat> which you can find online, folks, if you do a Google search for Terry McBride or go on YouTube and search Terry McBride, and you could listen to all these great talks. And in one of them, he wraps it up in a nutshell. Yes. Because he tells the audience, and this one stays in my brain. And this is the one I hang my hat on. And it's this. Because, you know, a lot of us who come to this, or a lot of people, they read these things, and these things, just reading, it'll make you feel good. But they're not just about feeling good, or I'm going to do it exactly as Terry McBride says it. We do not believe in and live by these principles so we can endure life. That's right. We believe and live by these principles to transform life. My life, my circumstances for the better, always, because we're actually just, and it's not even a willing thing. It's as we're going to see from our readings, and you'll hear from Terry McBride, we're actually just getting our head out of the rut of the mass consciousness of all this just negative, impossible, everything's difficult to get 
here from there, it's going to take a lot of horrible effort, and you better be prepared for the fight. Well, we're saying all that is what we got to get our head out of, because the truth is God is for us, that life is progressive, and it's a positive stream of life. And when our desire comes, and we got a great reading, I want to let Ed read this, because when we have a desire for anything good, whether it's healing or something we really love doing and we want to see ourselves or we, we have the desire to be doing it professionally and being well paid for it, the tendency to think, oh, well, that's nice, but don't expect too much. That's what killed me. That type of thinking brought me to my knees 37 years ago. And thank God I met the right people who introduced me to these books, just like Terry McBride was introduced to him when he was in a situation. A real situation. physical situation that was over his head. That the desire is actually for me. It's not just a nice little fantasy. It actually means it's for me. And Ed's going to clarify it perfectly here with this uh, quote from H. Emily Cady. Yeah, so H. Emily Cady said, Desire in the heart is always God tapping at the door of your consciousness. The thing you desire is not only for you, but has already been started toward you out of the heart of God. Yes. Can I read this Lundy one? Yeah, read the, yes. This is so, this is. Is this from You Unlimited? Yes, yes. This is so good, man. Goes right along with this. It says, the ancients had a saying, desire is the messenger announcing the coming of a thing that can be accomplished. When infinite intelligence placed you here, it beheld you as the limitless, dynamic, and beautiful expression of itself. Therefore, no good is impossible in your life. Everything you need is already provided, is in fact near at hand. Yes. You must materialize it, in quotes, by knowing it is there, giving thanks for it, and expecting it. All good is born to you in this way. The various techniques we have given you are uh, are simply to strengthen you in these three steps, knowing, thanking, expecting all good. Yes. You love all and are eternally drawing love in all its creativeness. That's from You Unlimited, Norman Lundy. And this works for every desire, small or big. Ed had a desire this week. I'm just prompting him to share it because he told me. And it was a desire about a possible dinner outing. Oh, yeah. But the desire... Ed'll share this because I, I when you told me this, I was like, this stuff works with everything. Yeah, man. And it, it was a very simple thing. I it was Tuesday night. My wife reminded me about a, a trip to Lowry's on you know where that is on La Siena. Yeah, the, what, the, what part of town is that? West Hollywood, maybe? No, that's Beverly Hills. It is Beverly Hills. He's trying yeah. to be coy. But the that's where for no, people, but you know it's in that weird area yeah, where you used to hang out. <laughs> That's why I'm being coy. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. The Larry but, Flint building is nearby as but well. But the 
people who may not know this who live outside of Beverly Hills, yeah. Lowry's is that famous seasoning salt yeah. that, you, that it's available for years in many, many supermarkets across the nation. This say, is the actual it's restaurant. It's a little much to call that part of town Beverly Hills. It's very, you know what I'm saying? It's in that one little weird where things come together. Cause like where where we go to eat at the pizza place? What's that place called? Mulberry. Well, that yeah, but that's that's like a legitimate. Well, you're, that's I, Rodeo Drive. Every yeah, every town has their unsavory section, but compared to most, compared to Van Eyes, <laughs> <laughs> Lowry's where Lowry's is is like going to I don't know Monte Carlo. Okay, well back to the story, Monte Carlo with some interesting characters nearby, but um. It was simple. The, the, my wife reminded me of this family event, and it was the last week of school before the break. There's a lot going on. Uh, we do Zoom calls, and you know, and all of a sudden I was like, oh, man, okay. It's weird because no one had mentioned it for a long time. Usually people keep saying, this thing's coming up. And so the next day we had, I was, during the day, I was thinking about that, and I didn't say this to anybody else. I didn't even put a lot of energy. I was just, the way it was that, that possibility was feeling i was thinking oh and also it was at 5 30 p.m in la which is the worst traffic. for traffic it was raining and all this which i don't mind rain but just the whole thing just well, didn't it feel was good a family family thing. yeah yeah so um the f word folks family yeah we call it force family fun or force family feeding <laughs> my buddy changed it to feeding recently because he used it for a family meal so Anyway, but I didn't complain. All I did is say to myself, you know what? I'd love it if that, that was canceled. I just had that thought. Yes. I realized that's what I really desired. I blessed it. I mean, I didn't even think of it as anything metaphysical, but I just said, you know what? I got to admit to myself, I would love it if that thing yeah, was canceled. Yeah, but I bet if you're honest and you think about how it felt when you thought that, that feeling was probably such a good route. Oh, I'll be totally honest. Energy. It felt amazing. That's what that's I'm saying. That's the power. That's the power is in that feeling, right? Yes. It wasn't, I, I didn't like burn incense or. Yeah. Uh, I just admitted to myself and let that good feeling come through. So then I was at the, um, there was a whole series of miracles that day when I changed my mind because people were giving me gifts and I didn't have, hadn't really planned any gifts. And I thought, you know, I'd love to give more gifts. And then I just said, you know, I'm going to go get a coffee. I'll get a coffee for my, my assistant, Ms. Dulce. I didn't even realize that was giving a gift. I just, that's what I do that all the time. But when I got there, I realized, hey, I can get a pound of beans for that white elephant gift exchange. It'll be because this is really good coffee. That, they'll love that. Yeah. So that turned into a gift. The next thing I know, one of my parents, the parents of one of my students works there. That's why I love going there. We talk about her, her kids who are amazing. She hands me a tray full of gift drinks for everyone there. And there was one staff that I couldn't get a hold of. I wanted to ask my other assistant if she wanted a drink. She, would, she didn't respond. And then, you know, on my way out, the, the parent who works there goes, do you want anything, a, a pastry? And I said, sure, I'll grab one of these chocolate croissants. And then I, I go, oh, I bet that staff member would love this chocolate croissant. So when I, <laughs> I came back, I said a simple intention. Not again. Uh, the only reason I keep saying this, I didn't say, oh, I'm going to get out my intention journal and I'm going to. No. I just said an intention. I said, I would love to be a gift giver right well, now. And you, but the best part of it, the magic ingredient, yes. A, these are loving thoughts. Yeah. Both of them. I would love if that thing was canceled. Yeah. If I didn't have well, yeah, to. Yeah, that's coming up yeah. because that's. I know. And then this, yeah. I'd love to give gifts. 
And that feeling yeah. is so, it's not like, like we're trying to like yeah. mantra ourselves. That is letting us know this thought is congruent or in tune with my God's yeah. good for myself yeah. and others. Yeah, because you know what I didn't do? I didn't make it hard. I didn't say, right. why am I not a gift giver? Why? Da, 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 da. I didn't. I would have done that in the past. This time I just said, you know, I'd love to be able to give some gifts. I came back like Santa Claus of the coffee world. When I gave that one woman the pastry, she was like, oh, my God, this is actually more perfect. Sorry I didn't get back to you about the yeah. coffee, but this is even better. But I didn't realize this, but in the flow of that good feeling, that's when I had the idea, you know, I'd love it if that was canceled. And again, I didn't say, curse them for setting us up an appointment for Lowry's or how do I, you know, I didn't do any self-work. I just said, right. I, I, the, what felt good, like you're saying, the good yeah. feeling was letting myself off the Yes. I just love it if it was canceled. While I was up playing Jeopardy with the staff, I got a call from my mother-in-law who had set up the, the, the Lowry's. And I assumed she was, because it was a couple hours away, I assumed she, from that moment, and I assumed she was going to leave a message saying, can't wait to see you. <laughs> but instead, I looked at the transcription of the voice message on my phone, and it said, sorry, we're going to have to cancel. Bob doesn't want to go out in the rain, my father-in-law. Hallelujah. I, it was, <laughs> and it really proved to me, like, if I'm putting all this, this kind of stuff, if you're not watching on, I'm like, ah, you know, like, drumming up some kind of affect in my voice. That's not necessarily real faith. Faith is the ability to it's just gentle. say what I desire. Yeah. Let it go, enjoy the feeling, and trust. Not because you said it before. You're talking about like it's not about willing, which some yeah. people say it's not about being willful to make it happen. It's uh. actually about being willing to let God do it, to yeah. let life provide. And it was a real, it was a small thing, but it was a beautiful little lesson for me that I can apply to everything. Yesterday, on, on Tuesday, I thought I had this inspired thought, take the day off Wednesday. There's a lot of people getting sick that you don't want to be tired and sick before you go to break. But I ignored it. I went to work Wednesday. I went to work Thursday. Thursday, dude, I had guys coughing and wheezing all around me. And then Thursday, at the very end of the day, I started feeling run down. And I, the idea said, take uh, Friday off. And it was funny because I almost backtracked. I sent my teacher partner, I'm going to take tomorrow off. And then I sent, maybe I'll just come in late. Thankfully, she hearted the idea of me taking the day off because we encourage each other. And thumbs down she gave me for the, for the coming in late. Um, I think I can come in late. So I, I took the day off. <laughs> I woke up and you know when there's this, I had some sinus stuff and I had, but there's just a little bit of that feeling where there's like a cold or something in your body. It just doesn't feel good. But what I did is I just kept treating my mind. I wouldn't let my mind wallow in self-pity. I really recognize how much in the past I really made my home in self-pity, in feeling small. So I just kept clearing that out. God's doing the healing. Where my mind accepts the healing, it will be. And part, I just kept thinking, and I kept listening to things and reading affirmative metaphysics. By midday... I had such a shift in how I was feeling. It was incredible. By the end of the day, there was no more sick feeling in my body or my mind. And believe me, when I was affirming it, there was a voice going, but, but, but. And I just kept blessing. I know, I know. And I kept blessing that part, loving that part, kept shifting out of thinking small, conjuring up 
um, stories about sickness. Because I, what I realized, if my subconscious mind created this condition, as soon as my subconscious mind shifts out of this, it will dissolve and I will feel good. And I was blown away within 12 hours of waking up. I mean, I, I felt remarkable, incredible. I still do. I was able to surf this morning. He was afraid to call Terry McBride on Tuesday because oh, McBride man. would have said, yeah, you don't need to go in for the rest of the week. That's right. But Ed, no, no, I got to go in. Yeah. Well, he learned his lesson once I again, folks. <laughs> The main lesson is when you get a really good feeling idea. Listen, listen to, to it. it. Yeah. Oh my, holy cow, Ed. Uh, this was not even an intended reading. I can't believe you're saying this. Let's hear it. This, is, this was given to me from God just for Ed, folks. Uh, you know what? Okay, you ready? I'm letting go of pride. That's my thing today. Like, no, I'm, this, I'm a, which means this I'm is letting love. the joy come in. Yeah, this is love. You ready? Yeah, let's hear it. Here we go, Ed. Mm. I follow the promptings of my heart. I may be surprised at the direction I find myself moving, yet I answer the call and trust it. My destination becomes increasingly clear with each step I take in the direction of my dream. Mm. There are no limits to what I can envision and walk towards. That's work or walk In New towards. Jersey, they call it what? Work? Work is a combo of, <laughs> of walk and work. Work, <laughs> work and Mindy. <laughs> In faith, which means joyful expectation or just delight in your desire. And it could be that simple feeling. Because once we start cursing a thing... We attach ourselves to it. Yeah, no kidding. And once we start loving the idea we would really like to happen, we're, that's what I was going to say. When we curse a thing, we're actually chaining ourselves to the very thing we don't want to show up for. Yes. But if we can just delight in what we really want, it releases us. Yeah. And here it says, in faith, which is joyful expectation, and with trust, like like we just read those three pieces, uh, those three steps from Norman Lundy, knowing, knowing what it is I would desire. Right. And then thanking, that's that delightful feeling, thanking in advance yeah. and then expecting. Yeah. So in faith and with trust, I step into a brilliant future, even greater than I imagined. Mm. And here it is. This is about listening to our gut. And the magic that occurs, it's from 2 Samuel chapter 7, verse 21. According to your own heart, you have wrought all this greatness. Meaning when we follow that gut, that... that the it, desire that, 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 that Emily that said, Katie talked about. And even the joy, like you felt like, yeah. I it feels good not to go in tomorrow. Yep. Yep. But then we, but it, you know, it's scary to, it's scary to follow through on these things. But the good news is, just like Ed's experience, we're not punished if we don't. We're only punished as long as we want to remain in it. But as soon as we say, "I'm going to go with it," it's never too late. Because even though you waited till Friday, still worked, and you were surfing this morning. Yeah. God's elves like they go, ah, he didn't get the message. Then they go, 
And they rework out a whole nother scheme. We'll have to get him on Thursday. Yeah. yeah. The thing is, that's, you're, you, that's why I love that one Bible verse. God, I'm going to mess it up. But it's the one where everything and more from the years that you receive, you can receive it any time you turn to this stuff and go, you know, what, I'm just going to, I what, meaning I need to say no to this, even though I said yes in the past. Or I need to say yes to this, even though it seems like it's scary because, you know, I want to look like a good employee if I say yes to this idea to not go in or some other crazy, ill-feeling feeling. feeling. (laughs) Then all those years the locusts have eaten, all that good comes back. A hundred percent. It's only delayed... And my my suffering continues as long as I'm refusing to just cooperate with all this good. Yeah. And just enjoy thanking in advance and enjoy believing in this. We should get on with the show. Should we do the breaths? Or you got something? I just got one quick thing I want to remind our folks that I wrote to myself. You know, we, we highly recommend doing a morning routine. I don't know how I would live without it. And I just saw science, you know, is always catching up to this stuff because science always is looking backwards and figuring, proving like what is behind this condition. And this stuff we read is always about moving forward with faith and trust. Mm -hmm. Well, I just happened to stumble upon a BBC of YouTube video on the mind. And you know what? The best tool to heal your mind and totally keep it regenerating and keep the neuroplasticity um, expanding and open to learning and to eliminate all the harmful toxins and stuff in the brain that come from worry and they were really saying all the news the social media it's what daryl and ed recommend to do on their show they put a girl on doing a morning meditation practice for two weeks that's all you know just 30 minutes reading meditating and guess what with the mri test her brain was healing. Like she didn't have her brain wasn't unhealed, but all the parts of the brain like that are more alive and a more youthful or healthy, really young brain, yeah, are alive from this daily practice. So yes, here's what we got. This is the thing to remember because it's easy for me to worry through my prayers, meaning I think I got to add more pressure to it. Or I have to do the effort right. in the thinking about the new, uh, the healing yeah. or the desire. And that's like we're sharing in a nutshell what Ed's experience and everything we're talking about today. It's Emmett Fox's pray with a feather, not a pickaxe. Yes. Because that's how you get results. And one of Emmett Fox's lines inspired me to write this for myself, which is, when I pray, it is God who goes to work. So my own limitations do not matter unless I think they do. Yes. Yep. 
So think about it. When you pray for whatever it is, whatever it is, you don't have to be concerned because just know that it is God who does the work. Yep. And our own limitations and how this is going to come about, they don't matter. Right. I know. We are expressions of God, so don't you, you have to remember that. Wouldn't God want to express itself as fully and as healthily? Yes! Happily? Yes! And as pro- prosper- prosperously? Yeah! Wouldn't that be what God would want to do <laughs> yeah! while God's here? Um, by the way, thank you to the Patreon folks. We bless all those Patreon offerings. They just keep magnifying and multiplying. If you want to send us anything, funniest thing, P.O. Box 1312, Culver City, California, 90232. We want to thank their chief engineer out in Kansas City, Kansas. His name's Jeff Comfort. And And each week, week, he he takes takes us right into the comfort zone. Yeah. That is on the podcast app side of things. So if you're not on the podcast app side of things and you're only on YouTube... I recommend jumping on there. That's where we all began. Let's do our three breaths. And on that, you'll hear the sound effects. Yes. Okay, these three breaths, it means... bring it out? Because you you came up with it. Yeah, it's to let... I I was using this on myself. We can let go of the concern because we're knowing that this stuff is true. Yes. And we're thanking in advance and we're expecting it. So this three breaths helps sum up that idea for my brain when he gets worried. All right. (laughs) you ready yes i can shut up and dance because i give thanks in advance Ah. i can shut up and dance because i give thanks in advance Ah. i I can can shut up and dance because i I give thanks in advance There's a lot of truth to that because a lot of times that nervous energy, you're not going to mentally wake your way out of it. Do a little dance. Say a funny thing. You know what I'm saying? Put on a song and dance around and let the energy move. Yeah. That energy wants to move in creative and fun and amazing ways. Coming up next, Terry McBride. He's the Vince Lombardi of spiritual leadership. Going to kick us through the goalposts of life with today's reading. Yes, thank you. So thank you for listening to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. We now return to the funniest thing. Here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed. The best-looking guys on the radio. All right, everyone. Welcome back to Funniest Thing. Today's episode is called Awful Big, Awful Good. That's what life has in store for every one of us. Our job is to let it in. We have the Vince Lombardi spiritual teaching with us right here, right now. His name's Terry McBride. How are you, sir? Good. How are you guys? 
Good, good, good. You've been listening to us go on about the subject and such. What kind of thoughts do you have bubbling up? The one thing I wanted to comment on was uh, when you were at the front end of it, you you said what whatever we desire, and then you added anything good, and then you went on to talk about how the universe will support us. What we want to talk about is that it doesn't have to be good. Anything we desire, the universe will support us. When we add anything good, what we end up with is the possibility that somebody will say, oh, you shouldn't desire this. That's one of the problems you guys remember out of my book when after 15 surgeries of this infection in my spine, they sent me to a psychiatrist. And in the beginning, it was okay for me to want to be perfectly healthy. But when I tried and failed and tried and failed and tried and failed and tried and failed more and more surgeries, all of a sudden, my need to be whole physically became ego-centered. That's your ego that needs to be whole, not the real true you. And it's like, I've mentioned this before on the show, it's like after enough failures, then all of a sudden what we want isn't legitimate anymore. And so I just wanted to remind us that we need to be careful saying, whatever you desire, as long as it's for the good of everybody. Oh, yeah. You desire, as long as it's for good, we add that stuff. And what we do is take away the ability to just whatever we desire, period. Yeah, right. And so even if we desire negative things, like it said in the reading, if you believe, when you believe something is impossible, your mind will work to make sure that's proven true. And so we need to remind people that whatever you desire, if it's failure, if it's, you know, uh, uh, angry, I want to fight somebody, whatever you desire, the universe starts to move to make that come true. Yeah, that's powerful because yeah. I've been looking at my career and thinking about how to shift in a new direction and do some new things. And I, one of the most powerful things that I realized was it was me that put all my energy into being here. It's not like I'm a prisoner of some outside thing. The same thing with like, I was talking about the way I was feeling it, physically and all this, that really, at first that feels kind of scary to think yeah. I'm the one who made all this happen, yeah. but it actually is the key to liberating myself yes. from it as well and doing something new. Yeah. It's like, you know, in my workshops, I used to talk about you pick the game and the divine presence that we call God will play with you there. So if I pick the game that I'm a loser, I'm 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 never going to succeed, then God it, in its infinite ability will support you in that. That that presence doesn't care whether what you're, what you're going for is good or bad. It just says you pick the game and I will support you there. Yeah. Yeah. What you see is what you get. <laughs> Geraldine said yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Wow. <clears throat> well, supposed to repeat that statement that uh, you know that we're going to. Yes. Today? Yeah. All right. Let me read it. Yes. I sh I shifted a little. I uh, shifted it a little bit from you are statements to I am statements. Great. Even better. All right. I rejoice and give thanks for the marvelous understanding that God is expressing radiance and life as me. The radiant spirit of God is the essence of my being. 
the beautiful, vital, all-loving spirit of God is expressing in me as radiance and light moment by moment. I am growing more enthusiastic, stronger, and happier. I am more radiantly alive each day. Youthful, adventuresome ideas, exciting, loving emotions, and strengthening, renewing currents of my life invigorate my body temple. I am and the ever renewing. I am the ever unfolding expression of God. I think like it. I feel like it. I speak like it. I act like it. I am expressing the infinite life of God in all that I do. And this, the scripture reading is those who look to him are radiant. That's from Palms 34, 5. And Joyce Kramer wrote, wrote this statement. Wow. Man. I was thinking the other night, it might have been after reading that, how much I am and everybody is loved because it made me realize that this, this, my body, is filled with billions and billions of cells. And all those cells love me so much. It's like, if you don't think anyone loves you, there are a billion living cells in your body that are working round the clock, supporting you, healingly, healing you. And I'm going, whoa. And then underneath that, there's all these atoms and particles all this is working for how? What's making that work? But it's all working together yes. to support me. Mm -hmm. Holy cow. It's one of those awesome ideas and realizations where you go, I have been loved tremendously by this force, by this God, by, and it's, Dude, there's, there's, right now, consciously, there's cells in my skin and my, that are going, oh, we're going to take care of this for them. We're going to do this for yeah. them. We're fixing this right now. We're adjusting this. It is, think of that, folks. Meditate on that. Because I was so high, even now talking about it, it's like, and then wrap your head around that and just live with that idea and watch. Yeah. Tara, you said something the other day. We were talking on the phone a few days ago, and this is another one of those things that I've heard, and I love hearing again and again and again because it's truth, is, and this helped me a lot years ago when I first came into this understanding, is as we change, as I change how I believe and think about myself, it doesn't just make me feel better. It not only makes me feel better, it changes the consciousness of people. I don't even know how they think and feel about me. And it, it's, it happens instantaneously. Yes. This helped me years and years ago when I first was getting introduced to this stuff, Terry. Uh, I didn't come here through a physical uh, ailment. 
I came here because I created a lot of wreckage. And this idea helped me work with that idea of forgiveness because a lot of the things I had felt I had done were reprehensible. And I just buckled down. I said, no, I am no longer that person. I'll, I, and when I made amends for the things that need to be amends for, I was able to shift it in my mind to, because this was the only way I could handle it, because it was so overwhelming. If I, didn't, I just said, no, that old guy is like if I had a twin brother, and now that brother died, but he left a lot of debts unpaid. And now I'm just going around paying off those debts on behalf of who I was. And then if any thoughts of, oh, well, this is going to get you that, I go, nope, I am new. I am doing new things. I'm thinking new about myself. And, oh, man, it works. And the people I would meet and making some of those amends with this healthier attitude, by knowing that these principles are real, like what you said, what I expect, the universe transforms not just my mind, it transforms my reality and people that people were kind and generous. And this stuff works, man. This stuff works. It is so wonderful to know that it's not just. Like you said, I don't believe these things and live by these principles. I'm going to call them principles because that's what they are. I don't just believe in these principles and try to live by these principles so I can endure life. I believe in them and live by them so I can transform life. And when I see it work, because it always does, it gets me more enthusiastic to continue. Yeah. That's that feedback. That's that feedback loop we were talking about the other day yes. when we were talking about uh, how you healed your hip. That when we use the tools and get the positive results, we get feedback that using the tools work. So we use the tools more, which we get better results, and it gives us feedback loop. And that's what what I love about you guys and your work is you, you always bring it back to what you're doing inside you. It isn't about there's something out there that you need to pay attention to. You're the one that gets to create this. And you talk about whatever we ex- we need to know. We need to give thanks. We need to expect what we're looking at. There are some teachers that say, to really be holy, you need to give up your expectation. No, what you need to do based on unity is hone your expectations and and begin to live them as if this is this is yes. this is direction I'm going. This is what's going to happen. And how do I know that? Because I'm God, expressing uniquely as me, and I have absolute authority on this physical plane. Yeah, yeah. That's that's that article I sent to you about. Um, you know, who do you think you are? That you go, where I talked about. The ability for me to create the health I wanted did not come from just learning how to take charge of my mind and body. My miracle of healing really came from realizing my spiritual nature because it was the truth of my spiritual nature that allowed me to address my human circumstances with divine authority. Yeah. 
Yes. That's, that's what Jesus brought to the human race. You have divine authority. Whatever you ask for in prayer, believing you shall have it, you shall have it. Yes. He didn't say whatever you ask for in prayer, as long as it's for the highest and best good, as long as the Pope agrees, as long as... He said, whatever you ask for in this state of prayer, which is that state of knowing your divinity, whatever you ask for when you're in that state of consciousness, believing you shall have it, you shall have it. Yeah. And that's why the beginning of, of, of the of affirmative prayer or spiritual mind treatment or whatever it might be called in our new thought movement starts with the premise that, that number and Ernest Holmes says there's a divine presence and that divine presence and I are one. And it's that realization of who I am that allows me then to go use these principles expecting that what I want is going to happen. Of course, if you say that to some people, they'll go, who do you think you are? Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, this came came into play for me this week because I had a bunch of kids that I work with who were really challenging in fourth and fifth grade. Did a lot of this work with them in helping them realign themselves with their own divinity, really, with, with their own power, with their own limitless possibilities. And they left our school... And they went into middle school, and now all of them are doing really well over there. And um, I heard some a prince, the principal at my school, the elementary school, and the, and some teachers going, now, and sure, now they're all doing well. Like, I, and the principal was like, I feel bad about myself because why couldn't they do it when they're here? And the teacher was, I, I said out loud, I said, well, all that loving care that we planted, you know, we did all the work we did here. This is how it works. And yeah. the, the, principal, the teacher even said, I don't know about that. And this lit me on fire. Like, I felt like Terry McBride because I was like, no, I know why it worked. And I started yeah. telling my, my principal, I said, I know it worked. From now on, if anyone asks you, say it's we, we, I use some of the words, we use developmentally appropriate st strategies to support these kids in growing again and reignite. I told her, when you connect, because to me, I was telling Daryl, there's, I learned this a long time ago. Like some people, uh, it, if we look at people through a developmental lens, this is just through education. I went to this one training and it was like one of these oddball trainings. And I swear I'm the only one who really heard it. But they're like, so say a kid like at three, at three was in a situation where it was scary and stressful. So they didn't go through the normal emotional growth. That would happen right then, whatever those skills are. Sometimes they get stuck, right? So they yeah. look like they're nine, yeah. but there's this three-year-old part. And what happens is a lot of people just, you should do this by now. And they kind of just yell at them and kind of push them through. But they never grow again. They, like, get stuck, that one part. Yeah. So what I do is, okay, I'm looking at a three-year-old right now. How do I love them while loving and firm and all of that? But I'm talking to a three-year-old even though they're nine. And when I do that without judgment and love them, and then they make this growth, and then they, the, it's like the seed within them starts to grow again because now they've been loved through that stage. So anyway, I was, I was, I was kind of heated. I was like, oh, my God, I'm like a painter, and everyone's loving my paintings, and they're going like, we don't know how it happened, right? Yeah. And so I started to get heated, but then I, I thankfully my inner voice told me, just walk away now. Because my principal was like, wow, this really pushed your button. And I wanted to be like, of course it did. This yeah. is everything. But I walked away. 
And the next day I was glad I did because I realized I was like pride. Even though it was right, like there was a lot of, I needed to feel it. I needed to hear that part of me. I needed to wake up. But then I realized what's the best that could happen by me convincing these people is I would feel good about the work I did and know it worked. And I didn't really do it. God was in my ear the whole time. That the, yeah. the divine was in my ear. God did the the growing. God did the work. You know, like yeah. I did my part, but it's not as so whatever the case was, I realized the best I could get out of this is to know even deeper within myself that this stuff works. And yes. That's never yes. gonna come from anybody else. No. So I just dropped the whole thing and I realized I already have what I want, which is this is reaffirmed for me. I'm the one who needed to wake up and stop saying, I don't know if it works. And I, I'm no. the one who needs to look at that evidence and go, this stuff works. works Holy yes. cow. And so I was so happy. That's why I love this stuff. It liberates me. Because I was thinking about you, Terry. You're looking at doctors telling you this, psychiatrists. When you, a lot of people don't know, and we don't, we don't necessarily have to go through your whole story. We've talked about it, some of it in the past. But I want people to know, like, you, you were like on... I don't know. I wouldn't call it on. Like maybe you could use better words, but I'm just saying you were facing the real people. How did you find it within yourself to stay so true to these principles and continue to do the work that you knew worked when like the experts, when the, authority or, figures yeah, are we're, telling we're you, telling Oh, you, I don't know about this yeah. son. I love if you shared a little bit. And you were it. young too. And these guys were, I'm sure grown ups. They were men, you know? So yeah, when I was, you know, 20, 21, 22. I, I got to tell you, in the beginning, when I was using this, it, it, you know, I I was going to let the doctors fix me until the tenth surgery when they said, you, you know, you're you're screwed. You're not going to come out of this hole. And that's when I decided I need to take some responsibility for what's happening here. But I I I, I didn't start by saying yes to health. I started by saying no to disease. No to what they're saying. No, I'm not going to believe you. No, I'm not going to buy into your thing. But what I discovered over time was just saying no to disease still left the disease. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I began to shift when I began to understand some of these principles you guys talk about to start moving towards health instead of away from disease. Yes. And that was a major shift for me. And that's what you guys talk about. And people, no matter where you are in your life, you have the ability to start moving to what you want. It's not an I, you know, it's not a, a Pollyanna thing. Oh, I'm perfectly healthy. Oh, I'm wonderful, and my body is, is, is whole and magnificent. I was in the middle of absolute pain and sickness and disease, but in that, I could begin to believe it might be possible. It might be possible. For me to be well someday that was my beginning and when i would say that my mind would go oh no you're going to be sick forever the doctor said this the doctor said this but i yeah. stuck with it might be possible to begin to move to what i want instead of always fighting about what i don't want and that was the shift when i began to really understand how these principles that we talk about might work to assist me to begin to move to health instead of away from disease, to move to joy instead of away from sorrow, to move to wholeness instead of in the middle of grieving. And that's the key that unity offers. That's the key to what Jesus brought to the party. It doesn't matter what's going on now. 
you have the ability to start right here, right now, and begin to use these tools. And it, it may be just a little better. Yeah. But if you do that, you get feedback was a little better from what I did. So you continue to do it. And then it's even a little bit more better. And then you keep doing it. And pretty quick, it's like, oh, my God, I do my work and miracles. Happen. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I, I love what that. This is about this is. This is what you teach all the time about. This is how I'm using it today. Yeah. I woke up in a bad mood, but I decided I don't want to stay here. So I started, you know, I journaled. I did my meditation. I used the tools as I know them and began to move to what I want. Yeah. And that's what you offer people all over the world. Yeah. Wherever you are, you have the ability to start right now, right right now right where you are and start moving towards what you want the desires of your heart because desires the root words are sired of god yeah i was telling daryl on the way to the show the shift that's starting to happen to me with regards to some of these areas that were i used to you know it was more cling to my job i didn't realize how subconsciously i was like you know the people around me were like that and you know, I just didn't realize how much it was working, but it was easier for me, kind of like you said, and I'm glad. I, I really feel like I'm moving along the process in a very healthy way, which is it's been more comfortable for me to just not feed that I'm stuck and I'm scared and I need to hold on. But what's starting to happen now is I'm finding more moments where I'm able to pour love into the, the good that I desire. The joy I'm have not only is it not going to be that day. It's go. It's going to be a joyful day. It's going to be a successful day. Yes. The opportunities are coming now. Yes, I'm feeling them. I'm experiencing them, and so I'm so glad you pointed that out because that's kind of this is in a way this whole my relationship with career and this and is is a healing journey for me. It's healing my psyche from fear and such that was me. Creating and over and over again the scary kind of that thing, and now it's starting to be oh, if I if I could create that, what I, you know now I'm realizing I just turned that same energy into something yes. new, and it, I'm I'm looking forward to profoundly new, exciting, wonderful things. And now all these parts of me that were like music and things that I thought were kind of almost dead, they're coming back to life, and now they have more meaning and more. Health, they're healthy. They're a healthy part of who I am. They're like, oh, good. Now that we're on to this like joyful part of the journey, now we can come back in. So the things that I thought I was too old or was too late, they're starting to come out of the woodworks and go, see, now we're starting songs I wrote 20 years ago are just making sense to me. When I, and I, people are like, wow, when you sing that, you used to have so much like edge on it or urgency, but now you sound so relaxed and because now it's like I'm li uh, by living this stuff, it's like telling a very different story with the same songs and same words, but a new meaning. It's amazing. Mm. Well, I like how you help people open the door with the idea of it might be possible. Do you believe mm -hmm. this might mm -hmm. be possible? Is there any any indication that this could not just might be possible? It's such a good. Uh, key to open that door yeah. and it works because once that door opens with it might be possible you're going to get results yeah then you start looking for ways yes. where it might be possible yeah maria my lady my partner she says one of the best things she ever 
uh, heard me say in my workshops was start with a believable hope. Yeah. That's if that's where you're going to start from. You may not be able to start from absolute confidence. Right. Absolute going. It that comes with years of of of, of demonstrating. But if you can start with a believable hope, it might be possible. Yes. It opens the door for the universe to support you and say, how about this? How about this? How about that? Wow. Believable hope. I love that. And I think, Daryl, you probably, all of us would agree that as metaphysicians and as like truth students, which I would say the people like yourself that we bring on here, like they're people who we're still applying it to our consciousness. Yes. We still, so there's like I said, it, doesn't matter that I've had miracles in all these other areas. I've now I've, I'm uncovering another area where I have yeah. had to start with a believable hope, and I've had to be gentle with myself because I'm like, you've been doing a podcast for ten years sharing stuff, but you. But it doesn't matter in this area. I have to start with a believable hope, and now it's starting to grow. Yeah, yeah that's exactly. And you know, some people, some of the books say, you, you need to absolutely know. You have to start with absolute knowing. And, you know, I used to look at say, oh, that's such book. Anyway, I couldn't start with it. I had to, because there's all this evidence of yeah. being sick or all this evidence of, yeah. of uh, financial challenges or all this evidence of my relationships don't work. So to start from that and say, I absolutely know, <laughs> you may not be able to get there. Yeah, right? yeah. Believable hope. It might be possible for me to make a difference. It might be possible. And you begin to build this and grow. And that's what I love about your 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 series. You're always talking about what you guys do to make this work for you. It isn't some theory out there. It's what yeah. you do. What you did last week, what you did on the way to the office, what you yeah. did on the way to the studio. And it allows other people. Where, where they are to say, what can I do? What can I do when I wake up in the morning and I'm feeling uh, lethargic or, or not as positive as I would like? I can start with doing my affirmations. I can open my journal and read the affirmation I wrote last night. It's using the tools. Yes. That remote. Did I just set off some Christmas You turned lights? on the Christmas strobe light with your remote. Oh, that's what did it. Okay. Uh, I don't know how to do it, but I'll I think the it. lights started celebrating what, what Terry was just saying. If you could come in and fix it, Indy, that'd be great. Wow. This stuff is, all of this stuff is, when you're talking about this, it makes so much sense. Like, we have to have a personal practice because it's what happens in that, in that, place that secret place where it's just me like me and god that's what really matters because i could get up in front of you guys put on a show i believe it now you know but it's when i'm alone with myself what do i really believe what do i really know how and it's okay because there's this presence that we're talking about this this creative power is so kind and loving and will meet us wherever we are as much as we crack open the door, as much will come yeah. in, and there's no judgment. But I love it because I wrote our column for the, the newspaper this week. I write a column called Tapping into Genius in Culver City News. And I just took the line from, I think it's Fillmore, right? Your Life is Your Laboratory. That's what I wrote as the title for this week's column. No, that's Emmett Fox. Emmett Fox. Yeah, Thank Your you. Life is Your, your Laboratory. And that's, I mean, that's for me what turns me on so much about this. 
it doesn't matter. Like when I went through my hip healing, when I, it doesn't matter if Terry or Daryl or Indy or and even the closest people to me, if, if that desire is in my heart, it's never going to go away. It's, and it is possible. And if I persevere to keep using these tools, everyone else is going to jump on board when they see what it is, you know, whatever it is. If we follow through with it, they're going to join the party now or they're going to join it later. But when the party starts, it'll all make sense, even to me, you know. So I like that adventure of going into my own laboratory. I may not even exactly know what it is, but it's something delightful that's trying to be born. And I don't always have the words because I come, sometimes my things come in feelings and weird. It's, there's a knowing back there, but if I try to put it into words, I can't even capture it sometimes. But there's a knowing that something amazing is happening. And I love being able to go into my own laboratory and knowing that these things are principles that I can rely on. Well, yeah, and it's applying them. It doesn't matter how many times. The, the only thing that, make, that separates me from someone newly doing this is I just have a more, an ex, more extensive history proving to myself that this stuff works. Mm. But I still have to do it today just as much as the brand new person being introduced to it. Yeah. And I should allow myself the same amount of enthusiasm that the new person has. Because the person newly introduced to this they are so enthusiastic, like I was. So what I get from them, they help me. Is yeah. They're so enthusiastic. I have to watch my mind from thinking, he's a little over-enthusiastic. <laughs> no, that's how it is. And the, and the thing is, applying this stuff, when you see a jury notice in the mail, when you get a tax bill, you know, because I'm just saying these things because these things came recently. And yesterday... I got this thing from, uh, I won't say his name, but the name of the guy who's head of the tax collector in Los Angeles. And I got a little twinge of, oh, no, like this might be. And I said, Daryl, no, we're going to release that concern. This is going to be fine. It's nothing. It's just going to be normal, ordinary, male, nothing but good. But I have to, I want to use it all the time because if I don't extinguish that in the moment, like brush it off like a hot cinder that just landed on my new coat, on my new T-shirt from Chobo before it burns a hole, even though the news may be not bad, I allowed that feeling of, oh, no, to get a hold in me. And that feeling now, as long as I keep, it's going to start effect, infecting, I will say, other thoughts. Yeah. That feeling is the pathology. That, oh, that concern. That's the pathogen. Yeah. So it's like, no, no, this is going to be fine. And I'm really enjoying that I'm getting better and better and better at it. Yeah. Like, not at just me, oh, no, oh, good, it was good. Phew. But no, I'm not going to, I'm going to detox myself. And I could feel myself now through all the work we do that in the moment. Yeah, I put that the concern just evaporates. Best. You know, they, they, and I wanted to mention also that one of the things that helped me as I was 
beginning to use this was in scripture where this person is talking with God in, in the Bible. And it says, Father, I believe. Help my unbelief. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it's it's okay to acknowledge that, okay, part of me is 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 going here, but I don't have a hundred percent yet. Yeah. And that's not a bad thing. Yes. That's not a bad thing. You just start where you are and do what you can and begin to move in the direction. And yeah. so that's where you know I believe in this stuff and spirit help my unbelief. Yes. Yeah. But that becomes our desire to 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 get evidence to help in my unbelief. Yeah. And so and that's that whole journey of moving, of moving, of moving, yeah. moving to, and you guys been in this for how long you've been doing this? Ten years. Yeah. And so not just going to unity and living unity, but teaching unity for 10 years. And you still talk about how you're growing, how this came and smacked me right in the face. Yeah. And it, I needed to take a minute and say, wait a minute, this is not, I'm not going to buy this anymore. Yes. Yeah. Moving down, having a new reality that you're creating. That's what I love about talking to you guys is it's real world stuff for you two. It's not just some theory. Yeah. Thanks for that. Well, thank you. That's welcome. It takes one to know one, Terry. That's why we appreciate you. Yeah. You know, I, that Bible verse has been one of my go-to Bible verses, help me with my unbelief. I believe. And I turned it into a little affirmation for myself years ago that I often use, which is God brings it about in spite of my doubts. It's okay to have those doubts, but just know that God is still going to be working for you. And it kind of, nope, God's bringing this about in spite of my doubt. And it helps my mind let go of, uh, 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 you know, trying to grab, oh, yeah. uh, e, uh, how are we going to do this? This morning, something else, and I don't even remember what it was. This is the other good news. At first, I needed someone in my life who would say, tell me the solution, and then I would take the solution. Like Mike Dugan, I'd be concerned about something, and he would go, did you do your morning routine? Um, No, click, he'd hang up. And I'd call, I'd do my morning routine, I'd call him back, he goes, Okay, now what was that? Did you do routine? Yes. Met my meditations and my readings. He goes, okay, now what were what was the problem? I said, holy cow, I can't even remember what it was. He goes, see? Another one was, Mike, I got to handle this. He goes, wait a minute. What time is it? Did you eat? Um, uh, yeah. When did you eat? Well, um, about four hours ago. You need to eat. Click. And I'd eat. He called back. So what's going on? Oh, uh, I forgot what I was so upset <laughs> I mean, the simple, the solution can be simple. But now I can do it to myself, Terry. I do it for myself. I've become the loving parent. I was in the shower and I started. This is the great news, folks. I cannot remember what it was, but I started this scenario about something that seemed really important that needed to be handled by me while I was in the shower. And I said, no. I said, we're going to let that go. You don't need to be. Doing this, do not trouble, trouble till trouble troubles you. Boom. And it went away. And now I can't even remember what it was. Thank God. But there was a time, Terry, where I thought I had to act on every single thought. And the problem was, A, I thought every thought was real. And this is the worst part. The more concern I had about a thought, the more true it was. Right. 
And if people offered any sort of hope or love, I took that as, oh, come on, man, this is serious. Thank God I was wrong, that the opposite is true. The more concern I have about a thought, the more untrue that thought mm-hmm. is. Yeah. And that's, that's true in a positive way. Too. Yes. The more concern, the more focused you are on your positive, the more information it'll have. Yes. And I loved what you talked about in the shower, that it's okay to start with no. Yeah. We had this yeah. thought. And, the first, and what you chose to do is say, no, that's not true. And mm-hmm. then you move into the other one. So it's all right to say no to stuff. Yeah. Sometimes we're, we're teaching you only have to say yes. No. <laughs> I'm not going to believe this. You I guys, agree. I believe like you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Saying yes to everything, especially when you're hanging out with spiritual folks, led me down some crazy roads that I did not need to go down, man. I've learned to say yes when my heart says yes and no when my heart knows no. I was in bed the other night in some memory that used to torment me, something with a girl or something. I mean, years and years ago, I'm almost, I'm 49. It was probably when I was 18 to 20. This thing came up, something like embarrassing. And I, I realized the only thing that's happening right now is my mind, my great imagination is now sitting in this like movie theater and using my energy for something. That's the only reality yeah. this has right now yeah. is that I'm using my mind to, and I just did the no, and I went on to something else. I'm, I'm with you. I didn't realize I've been using that no more because there's, kind of like I was saying with, earlier, it's one thing to bless and love the parts that are like scared, but it's another thing to really kick in a high gear and go, nope, I've had enough of that. There's a whole nother thing happening, which is my good. And it's so different from the fear that it's like, I can't, it's not just like, I'm going to, sh- I'm going to shift the fear a little bit. It's so different from that, that it's an adventure. And it's like one little drop. That's the other thing about what Tara was saying. Like the hopeful, what was the word? Hopeful faith or hopeful. Um, now you said that your uh, partner said was the best thing you ever said. What was the? Believable hope. Believable, Believable hope. hope. So I want everyone to hear this too, because. If you allow yourself to have the believable hope, it's not like, but it's still going to be a long journey. Because one drop that comes through that believable hope will blow your mind. Each time one little believable hope comes true, it's not just a little thing. It's I'm back on the road of my divinity and what I came here on in a joyful way to be and express and do it's so transformative that I'd rather be like another thing I've been doing this week is saying, I got to be honest, still parts of me have been going, doesn't feel good, but I'll be like, when that per- when Daryl changes his mind about that or when Terry, that's when it's all going to work out. But lately I've turned it on my, like, I'm so looking forward to my own mind being transformed today. This is going to be exciting. My own mind is going to be yes. transformed today. And that makes it such an exciting adventure. And that really puts me in the driver's seat. And that's where all the good happens when my <laughs> mind is transformed. Awesome. <laughs> I'm never going to change my mind about those guys you hang out with down at the beach. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I'm transformed because I no longer care what Daryl says. Because I'm, I'm, I'm not even hanging out with those guys. That's why it's even better. Once I transform my mind, nothing matters. This is our- what both of you talk about when you say when you when you start with. So I said no to that in the shower. 
uh, said no to this judging me is you don't just stop at saying no because if all you're doing is saying no to what doesn't work then you just get to have what doesn't work and right. you get to say no to it right the key, what unity offers us what jesus brought to the party was no matter where you are you can begin to say yes so no this is not working but both of you then move right to and i moved my mind to this i started yes. doing my I, I started reminding myself i started so it wasn't just no, it's no, I'm moving to, and then yes. you go to the yes part. So that, again, is is so useful for, for real-world stuff about how do you apply these principles from day one yeah. with where you are. How do you start? Right. You start saying, this is not going to be true for me forever. Right. This is, I am now, and then you you start with that believable hope so you can you know, begin to move to. And as you practice this, it becomes more than a believable hope. Maria, the, uh, a year or so, well, several years ago, she woke up in the morning and she was feeling really bad. And she had done her work the night before and the cold and whatever it was, wasn't gone. So she got up in the morning and did, you know, her 20 minutes of meditative work. And when she was done with that, she still had this physical challenge going on. And so she was sitting there sort of, and then she said, no, I'm not going to buy this. She got out her journal and read all the times when she had done her work and it changed what was going on in her physical body. There were like three or four major events. Yes. And so she read those, reminded herself of that, reminded herself of that one. And after she read it, reviewed how many times she'd been successful, she went back to her work that morning on what was going on. And when she was done with her work, all her physical symptoms were gone. So she had to prove to herself, yes. remind yes. her own consciousness, what I do matters. Yes. Went, reviewed her history of what I do matters, came back to this current issue, applied the tools to it, and bang. Yeah. It's she a, didn't get it the first time. Right, the first right. Time she tried it, didn't work. Right. But instead of pulling out her metaphysical hammer, <laughs> oh, what's wrong with me today? Oh, what is this? You know, <laughs> all she went back and reviewed, no, I am powerful. <laughs> I'm a capable woman. I can do this. And then she went back and applied the tools and bang. She yeah. So that's that idea that we share with people that even us, I, I, <laughs> I get up in the morning and sometimes I have uh, little aches and pains. And instead of going, oh, geez, I just turned 80 years old. This is what's going to be my new reality. I immediately start on, no, I love my body. Yes. yes. I start to move and start to feel it just like yeah. you. So I use the tools every day. That's how come I'm, you know, this vibrant healthy 80 year old yeah if you don't have youtube you should just check it out to see uh he's a he's a better looking harrison ford ladies and gentlemen uh you know what you reminded me of something i've just noticed in jesus's teachings do you know every time it's mentioned it's turn to turn to he's no and then turning to what he desires to yes. happen. It really is saying it throughout the teachings. We need to, no, I'm not going in that direction. Right. And then turn to God. 
And it's funny that you brought this up because just yesterday about Maria. So, I, I mean, I'm doing a thousand times better. I used to get these debilitating migraines. You know, they were giving me elephant tranquilizers to treat these things. Ed remembers, and they, oh, just, yeah. they were not going away. I had to see a physical therapist once a week. And uh, anyway, I just did not. I said, no, this can heal. This can heal. This can heal. Little bit of hope. Started seeing progress. Occasionally, though, I mean, I don't get them. They would, I mean, I would feel nauseous, couldn't move. It'd be like a day of hell or longer and just pushing myself through, applying this stuff. But I am doing so well now, Terry, that I only get them occasionally, and it's they don't last. And this is what happened. last The night before last, I uh, had a great day, do my evening routine, and I wake up at like 4 o'clock, and this is when I would usually get them. Somehow over the night, something seizes up, and I'm like, ah, no. And I said, okay, I'm not going to get upset by this. No, uh, we're going to get up early today and do the routine, do my morning prayer, because I know that's going to elevate me just like Maria did. I know reading these readings are going to remind me and have my coffee. I didn't change anything. And I'm doing this. And one additional thing I know helps because I'm affirming life is to go for a walk. Well, it had been pouring for like three days at this point in here in Los Angeles. I get up, it's sunny. It's so sunny, I joked with Ed, this is how I know I'm getting healthy. I said, I hope you're enjoying your day off today. Little did I know he went in because it was finally sunny. I said, are you out there surfing? Oh yeah. Because it's sunny. What day was that? Thursday, it was the day you originally intuitively no, wanted was to take, was take off. But, but anyway, go ahead. So uh, I go, it's sunny, it's freaking sunny. I go for my walk, I get up the hill, I come down, and I'm the whole time going, I know this is going to work. Like you, like I had that little belief and hope. I know this is going to work. It's worked in the past. As soon as I get home, within 15 minutes, torrential downpours, and I'm going, what a miracle. Like, I'm seeing the miracle of my headaches not completely gone, but I'm like, holy cow, the universe opened up so I could I can cooperate with what I know works. And now I come back. To if, like, if I complained and moaned, I would have rained and I would have missed this opportunity. So that's when I knew, oh, man, I'm on my way to rapid recovery. Yeah. And I went to bed last night. And it was still lingering a little. And I said, you know what? I know X, Y, and Z. Tomorrow I'm going to feel great. I woke up this morning. I'm like, and I'm still like in awe that this stuff works. Totally. That's the good part. I'm like, I have no headache at all. Like, it was crazy. But this, and I have to attribute it to this because doctors, like I said, were prescribing me all sorts of stuff. They were talking about surgery, Botox, you know, anything to remedy this agony I was in. But this stuff really works, and it doesn't, but I have to keep out of, because I was tempted, Terry, to go, okay, I'm only 61, and I still get these debilitating headaches. Is this ever going to be over with? I've been doing the work. No. 
No, 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 no. That's not your reality, man. Turn to this. Uh, I mean, I can't, I cannot, uh, Thank you and all the other people I've met and the books I read. And then my own life experience, you know, you got to apply this stuff in your everyday experiences, because if you do, you will be convinced that this stuff really does work. And it doesn't just work for health. It works for finances, for career changes, for desires of doing the thing you've always wanted to do yeah whatever that is and being well compensated for it yes all those things are a reality for you if you will just like terry said have a believable hope that it might be possible that this works Mm -hmm. yep yep that's great yeah, that's so funny because remember yesterday we I was just I went by the school to pick up all these gifts and things and just being in that situation where there's like triggering of stress of after ten minutes I was like I got to get out of here because I was starting to feel like down come down a little but I met Daryl at the post office in Culver City we sat in our car remember it was raining yeah we said let's wait we wait we get out. At some point, the sun came out, and it was so warm and radiant, and I took a picture. And we got three these cards. All this stuff was in the P.O. box, but I took a picture of the sun for some reason. And when I looked, it was like a perfect, radiant, white cross. um, Like a triumphant resurrection style. The sun coming out like a star. shaped like like, the classic North Star painting we see. Right. The horizontal line and the, yeah. and the vertical line and the big circle in the middle. And it reminded me of the Christ being born. And I've just been affirming a new experience of Christmas for myself. And it was the same type of thing. At that moment, my health, wow, because I yesterday I had to do the same thing. So I had to, nope. And this is what the last thing I wanted to say was, Terry, when you and when Daryl was talking about this and when Terry, when you were talking about it, <laughs> I, I like the, the phrase, from the Bible, be transformed by the yes. renewing of your mind. And yes. I really hear renew, to make new again. Yeah. Saying no is like, all right, no more pouring all that old crap in. That's good. But turning to the good yes. is what makes it new. Yes. New, like brand new, no limit. Joyful child of God. And you have to, I have to be a child to enter the kingdom. The kingdom was within me. The kingdom already exists. I just have to step into it with a renewed mind and heart. And it's new. I love that it's renewed. It's made new again. And there's nothing better than just feeling new and full of limitless possibility yeah. and seeing evidence of it and being with Terry McBride and Daryl and Indy for this Christmas show and uh, celebrating all the gifts of these teachings and the teachers. And Terry, you've been an amazing gift to Daryl. Yeah, I mean, Daryl met you 30, 40 years, 35, 37 86. years ago. 86, so it's 37, 37 years, years ago at the Unity on the slopes of Diamond Head in Waikiki. This guy shows up, handsome as ever, with a suit on, uh-huh. suntanned, gets up there, and I was like, Holy cow, because I had been practicing this stuff, seeing these miracles in my life. And then he gets up with his story, and I'm like, oh, man, this stuff. Like, I want to be unapologetically 
um, into this. Yeah. You know, I don't want to be doing it wishy-washy. I right. am all in. And so I never forgot that, Terry. And David McClure was the minister then. And it was like a one-two punch. McBride was like ACDC or uh, Alice Cooper, which you love, coming in and rocking the, just tearing everyone's faces off with the rock and roll, the the spot, the fire of this new thought teaching. Yeah, and I was still in the military. I was just in my early 20s. And yeah. I thought, when I grow up and be a man, I want to be like that. Nice. It was amazing. Hey. Yesterday, when I was thinking, okay, so we're going to be on, you know, on camera, and this part of my wall back here was blank. Uh -huh. That cross with a little, it's a, it's a little New Testament attached to it. I've been looking it, at it the whole time, it, yeah. With all of my, you know, I have sort of a, 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 an altar, but I put it up there because there's one line, there's one, two, two verses underlined, and it was one of the verses that absolutely allowed me when I was sick to to stay focused on this isn't going to be forever. And it's in Philippians chapter 2, verses 5 and 6 in the King James Version. And it says this, Let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus, who knowing himself to be in the form of God, thought it not robbery to stand equal with God. Wow. Yes. And that's what allowed me that even with all of these people saying, hey, it's too late on you, you're going to be sick, was like, no, I have the ability to stand equal with this divine presence and declare my reality. Let this mind be in me that was also in Christ Jesus, who knowing himself in the form of God, thought it not robbery to stand equal with God. In other words, my word is law in the universe. Yep. What's that verse again, just to our listeners in case... In Philippians, chapter 2, verses 5 and 6, but it's in the King James Version. If you go to the American Standard Version, they change the words, so it's not quite as powerful. Gotcha. No, that's great, Terry. Thank you. Yeah, and then that, that's the same voice, and I really feel like this is the most... When we can powerfully say that to the doubts and the voices in our own head and convert those voices, our good is guaranteed. Like, it's a conversion process. Reverend Ike, recently I just heard him say, when we pray, we're really praying to... We're not changing God. We're convincing our own... We're praying to our own mind. Yes, yes. To accept our divinity, to accept our worthiness, to accept our wholeness, to to release, and I, and we can treat it like a child. I know you were told all this before, but I there is good news. I come to bring you the good news, and that is, I can be transformed by the renewing renewing of my mind now. You know yes. that that those are really the own the only converts we need to be wor working 100%. with are the doubts the fears the worries the old worn out ideas and beliefs i have had that's what it's talking about the the those in my own mind yeah not convincing somebody else they must think as i think that's right and that changes my mind changes it changes everything and, and everyone yeah. around me and not only that, but when you decide that you need to go for a walk, the entire universe will change the weather yes. so that you have funny yes. weather. That's how this stuff works. Yeah. That's yes. how powerful we are. Yes. We are powerful beyond measure. Yes. Of course, if you say that to people, they'll look at you, to some people, and they go, 
Who do you think you are? But that's why I have a saying up here. It's that one that says, be still and know that I am God. That's not speaking out there. It's speaking to my own mind. Yes, yes. It's doing its chatter. Be still yeah. and know that I am God. Yes. Yep. It's like there, it's when I own that, I move into physically yeah. with divine authority. Yeah. God, that will save us so much time and energy, man. I used to try to convince everyone and everything, but what I was really trying to do is convince myself through them. And yes. that's Daryl and I, like, we're not really connected with any church or any group. We're, we're, we're connected through these principles. Wherever these principles live fully, that's where I want to be. So if the yeah. bu building I used to go to, they no longer true to the principles, like to shake the dust off your sandals, like Jesus said, it just keep on moving to the next place. And it really is liberating because God is speaking to us each individually through our own lives, through our own path. And if we're willing to just follow that and, and live in that space, it really is limitless. It's limitless what can happen. All right. Anything re else? Terry no. McBride. Where can people get a hold yes. of your book? Uh, find, find you online before we wrap up here. Website is terrymcbride.net. Mm -hmm. And they can get my book on Amazon. That's either in a printed form or a digital version. And then I also, uh, since I was with you last time, I think I narrated my book. Oh. So it's audio and I narrated it. But if you do that, you have to you know, email me, go to the website and down at the bottom, it says contact Terry or, or, or order his audio book. It'll take you to the order page or if they want to get the Everybody Wins program, which is my nine week course on how do you begin to own this? How do you start where you are and given exercises every day? So at the end of nine weeks, in lesson nine, there's a part in there that says, if you've done these these exercises over the nine weeks, you now understand that you can create belief. Yes, you can, yes. You can create knowing. Mm -hmm. That's what these tools allow you to do. It's like our affirmation this morning. I rejoice and give thanks. We, we're affirming that. And we begin to understand that I can create a belief that speaks to wholeness, that speaks yeah. to prosperity that speaks to loving, nurturing relationships, that speaks to health. Yeah. And, and that's what these principles are about. And the book is so, the, the Hell I Can't, right? The book that we're referring to that you did the audio for is The Hell I Can't, correct? Yes. Yeah, The yeah. Hell I Can't, Terry McBride. So we have a quick... It came in and said, you cannot expect to come out of this hole. Mm -hmm. I, didn't, I didn't know whether I... I it's like my Uncle Larry taught me when I was a kid, when I was 18. He said, you're now a man, Terry, and you don't want to fight anymore because fights, you just end up in, you know, everybody gets hurt. But if there comes in a time in your life when you have to fight, you will know when you have to stand boldly in your own truth. And that's what, when the doctor said, you can't expect to come out of this hole, I remembered Uncle Larry saying, there may come a time in your life when you have to fight. And 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 this was it. And that's why the name of the book is The Hell I Can't. It wasn't, yes, I can, because I didn't know if I could. But what I knew was I am not going to buy into your limitations. Brilliant. It's so good. And I started from there, The Hell I Can't, to, to find out how do I create wellness? How do I create health? How do right. I create... Anyway, so...
All right. Well, we dug up a story from your old elementary school yearbook. Uh, we're not sure if it's true or not, but um, it said that Terry McBride, you know, he's always marched to the beat of his own drum. He was the first person in his class to realize that there was no Santa Claus. Terry's mom got a call from the principal and called Terry in for a talk. Terry asked, What's wrong, Mom? His mom replied, The principal called and told me you are going around telling everyone you are a rebel without a clause. <laughs> <laughs> All right, That's everyone. true. That one, I think, is the one true story we've ever told he about was, someone. He had a little leather were... jacket walking around. Uh, he was a rebel without a clause. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the teacher said, you can't go around telling everyone there's no Santa Claus. And he said, the hell I can't. <laughs> <laughs> All oh, right. We got a nice little song to here. Take us folks. out. It's a great movie that it comes from. And the movies of the same title. It's which free is, on Amazon. It's called Pocket Full of Miracles. It's a good little Christmas. Mm -hmm. And it goes, Practicality. D doesn't interest me. Love the life that I lead. I've got a pocket full of miracles. And with a pocket full of miracles, one little miracle a day is all I need. Visit DarylNed.com to find easy links to everything we do. And thanks for being a part of Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Lee, Lee Ives, a carousel. VR as I can tell, and I'm riding for free. So if you're down and out of miracles, I've got a pocket full of miracles, and there'll be miracles enough for you and me. And Terry McBride! Woohoo! Merry Christmas! Thank you for listening to The Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Listen in as these unlikely saints share more real-life stories of how surrendering to divine order always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. This program has been made possible by God through automated monthly transfers from Daryl and Ed's credit cards. Five hundred dollars. Really? See, two hundred dollars for the same. A hundred dollars for you. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no. Hundred dollars for you. Are you serious? Yeah. I give you a hundred. Paul, thank you so much. When you record your podcast at Chobo Studios, you're helping people in need. Here at Chobo, we take a bold stance on helping the community by giving away 10% of all revenue, not just profit, to kind, hardworking people in the streets of Los Angeles. And thanks to all these wonderful podcasters, we've been able to give $1,400 this year alone through our kindness initiative, Chobo Kindness. Brought to you by Chobo Studios, LA's premier podcasting powerhouse. Follow for more.